Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Screen Presents podcast where we go see new movies and talk about them directly afterwards. I'm joined today by a couple lovely guests slash co-hosts. I'm Jack Kolodzewski, joined by... Robert Anderson. And... Diana Demuro. What's up, guys? Hey. How you guys doing? Good. How are you, Diana? It's been a minute. Since I know. I haven't been on a hot take, take in a while. I've been doing the, the random... Uh, Random odd podcast here and mm-hmm. there, but not a hot take for quite a bit. So thanks well, for having me. Welcome to yeah. the best podcast <laughs> One of the in best. the universe. Well, well. it's not bad. It's not bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's at least an okay podcast. It's pretty in the spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy. yeah it's, we'll, get, we'll, get a little, we'll get a little warm in here at the, at the <laughs> least. Try to. At the least. Um, so uh, we've invited you here today, Diana, to share with us your hottest, spiciest takes on the one new Taika Waititi film, yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo. So what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, gonna be honest. I would not say it's my favorite Taika Waititi movie mm. yet. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Hot. That's my Spicy. hot, Oof. that's my hot take, <laughs> but, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but still had poignant moments. Had really killer soundtrack. Yes. Um, had a really good cast. Had some good new guys that were awesome that I hadn't seen before and some people that I was excited to see. So Yes, yeah. very much so. Yeah. And how about you, Robert? Oh, I very much enjoyed it. Um, my experience with Taika Waititi is limited. Um, I watched Boy, Hunt for the Wilder People. Fix, yeah. I, I was watching Hunt for the Wilder People uh, with my girlfriend who is very sensitive to like animal violence. And there's, ah. there's a scene where there is some animal violence in the film, and she recently had one of her own pets pass away, so she was like, this has to t- turn off now. And I was like, ah. oh, so I have to watch that in my spare time, but I haven't gotten around to it. And I've all, I've seen um, Thor Ragnarok, which fucking rules. Yeah, that's a yeah. great time. It's a good one. Um, and I generally like really like uh, Taika Waititi as a person. Yeah. So that's always You've really cool. What We Do in the Shadows, haven't you? Oh, I have seen What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. And that yeah. shit is yeah. hella good. That's, so, so, you want to uh, talk about favorite Taika movies? Yeah. I, do yourself a favor and <laughs> watch Hunt for the Wilder People. I would like to. Just watch I it. enjoyed what I Just saw Just watch it very much. Home Alone. Because when I went to see it, I went to see it yeah. at Downing in uh-huh. Newburgh alone with a bunch of older people. And I was laughing very, very loudly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then probably at some point crying very, yeah. very loudly yeah. as well. It, it's, it's a good watch. I, yeah. I definitely like it. There's also... Um, his first movie, Boy? Eagle versus Shark, I think, came before Oh, Boy, you're right. Yeah. I, I like, forgot about that one. I like both of those movies. Yes. Actually, two of my friends, Aaron and Amanda, were Eagle versus Shark I for Halloween. I saw them <laughs> at the party. Which was a good costume. And I, like, I, like, yeah. I was talking to somebody. They appreciated they were, they that were you on recognized the, them. They were on the dance floor, and I was like talking to Robbie or something like that. Yeah. And you know, we were just having a conversation at the yeah. party, and I looked over and saw the Eagle and Shark costume, yeah. and I was like, hang on, Robbie. Talk about for a second. And I walked directly yeah. over to them. Those, those guys are awesome. They, they always bring their A game for Halloween. Yeah, that was a good costume. I went yeah. over, and I was like, this is the best costume ever. <laughs> they will appreciate <laughs> you that. You guys are good. Um, um, but yeah, Boy is also very good. Boy yeah. is very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jojo, I very much enjoyed. I feel like this movie, uh, I, I feel like Taika and Wes Anderson share some stylistic commonalities. Sure. Um, I think this movie like has a very like, like Moonrise Kingdom yep. vibe, not just like in the beginning, which is a similar setting, but just well, like camp, overall. Kind of in the beginning. In yeah. the beginning. But you know, Moonrise Kingdom is kind of like camp-ish the whole time. Yes. 
Um, this movie quickly changes setting in, in a way I didn't actually expect. I thought we were going to be at the camp a lot longer. I did too, actually. Yeah, but we can get into that in spoilers. Yeah, but I very much enjoyed the film. I thought it was great. It's definitely uh, it's up there for me this year. Um, and, you know, it being like a pretty like uh, well-written satire, um, I'm excited yeah. to talk about it because sure. some of like, you know, what's going on under the surface is not immediately apparent to me. I had a really good time and I was laughing a lot, but I'm yeah. excited to like maybe dive into it and uncover some of the smart things. The There's definitely doing. some more serious points being made, even for though sure. it's humorous in certain scenes. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. To set this up for viewers at home who have not heard of Jojo Rabbit uh, and are tuning in just to <laughs> see, the, our, see the thumbnail where it's free. like, is Taika a TT Adolf Hitler? <laughs> he is indeed. Yeah. So uh, Jojo Rabbit is, as I said, the new Taika Waititi movie that is a comedy, drama, satire, um, wherein the young boy, titular Jojo, um, is a 10-year-old boy who is basically starting off in the Hitler youth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of in the midst of World War II. Judging by what's going on in this movie, kind of late in World War II. Yeah, I think probably it's like, like 43, it, 44. They don't say explicitly. Right. Um, Seems like they're nearing the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so Jojo is a young boy who is who is joining the Hitler youth. He has been told by everyone around him, Hail Hitler. Um, and in that regard, he is very much indoctrinated into the entire Nazi party um, and is the patriotis patriotism that goes along with it. Um, uh, so in that way, I, it, it's funny you say that because like the, the marketing of this movie, being that Taika Waititi is traipsing around this entire movie dressed as Hitler yes. and there's a lot of Nazi iconography in this movie. Sure. They put right in the uh, marketing for this movie, this is a satire. It's – yeah. We're not actually into Nazis, guys. Right. Because I definitely, because there are know, definitely people that probably don't know anything about the movie and yes. are immediately turned off. Yes. Or don't want to go see it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 2019 and Nazis are kind of a touchy subject at the yeah. minute. Oh, they're so back in a big way. They've, uh, yeah, they've come back in maybe too big Crazy. of a way. Definitely too big of a way. So <laughs> I, I can see how anybody like right. might see this and be like, I don't know if I'm. Yeah into watching this but right. it is very much you know without getting too deep into it it is very much about the idea of how you can become indoctrinated into an idea or a belief system that is very much not good for the sake of humanity sure um and or especially not true. <laughs> especially when you're told from a a very young age such a thing like right. you can come up with that belief system and that could be all you know Right. And you don't know any different. You don't know any better, especially when you're at such a young, vulnerable age. So um, I also really liked it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Diane. I don't know. Probably too early to say, but I. Yeah. it doesn't strike me immediately as like, this is my new favorite Taika Waititi right. movie. Right, right. Um, given the day that you asked me, I would probably either say Hunt for the Wilder People or yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Um, for different reasons. Different reasons. But they're both phenomenal movies right have you guys um, watched the what we do in the shadows show at all i have jack I, has i remember where i was talking I, to him about it i, I have not episodes. yet the first episode like didn't do it for me the second episode i, I started to get more into it the first episode they kind of recycle a lot of the big jokes from the movie it's definitely a pilot yeah you know? it's yeah. a pilot but and they're also it up you know yeah. Yeah. they're they're setting up for 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 the folks that have seen the movie like oh haha i've like recognized some of this 
stuff. Yeah. It's introducing you to the new characters. I want to check it out. And then as it goes on, I think it like it, it expands and it grows. And I'm very excited that they're doing a season two. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, cool. The, yeah. the second episode was a lot more promising for me. I think because like, because uh, I did see the movie before. Right. Yes. Seeing that first episode, I was just like, I've been here. Like, I kind of know what's yeah, going on here. Yeah. The second episode, they, they start going in a new direction. Yes. That's all on Hulu, so recommend it. It is. That's where I watched it as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yep. Yep. Ten episodes, I want to say. Okay. But uh, yeah, anyway, back to JoJo. Um, so without getting into spoilers, I think if you watch the trailer, it's safe to realize that Taika's playing Adolf Hitler, but he's- He's imaginary. He's imaginary mm-hmm. friend Adolf Hitler. He's not- Yes. Legit historical Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yes. Although he, he does like he does some pretty good likenesses at times. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean And he ta- also just does straight up Taika Watiti moves Taika a couple just, of times that you're like, oh, that's just how he is in real life, probably. He just has so much energy. He's got almost like Jeff Goldblum ma- yes. sorry, excuse me, Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum <laughs> energy. <laughs> which is strike you down. Why it is <laughs> it is again so yeah. perfect that Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum was mm. a, a main character in, in Thor. Yeah. Um, like he just is so like has such a physical co- like presence. He's very fun. He's very yeah. fun, and, and it's that much more absurd. Yeah. and funny. I like this is a very funny movie. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of laugh out. I feel like his like acting style sometimes like has like the the spirit of a child there. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah. and it makes sense for him to be this like imaginary creature in this film. Right, because. Um, there's some innocence to it, even though you're like, oh, this, is a, this definitely, is a dictator. Definitely in the, in the beginning, for sure. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's cool. I, and, you know, I feel like his his sense of comedy, which sounds so much like his voice, is kind of everywhere. There's like the critique on Kevin Smith movies where it's like, all the characters sound like Kevin Smith. Ah. Yes. But like, you can kind of say the same thing about uh, Taika Waititi movies, but it's like way better. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like very way, good. I, it's super good. Like JoJo, like I remember his first few lines, I'm like, he sounds like that Taika sounds Waititi. like something Taika Waititi. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm into it. It's cool. I, I, I had that exact thought actually during the movie where I was right. like, you know, Taika's writing just seems to come off very well coming out of the mo- mouth of like a young boy. Because yeah. <laughs> he has like so he has some some innocent charm there. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, I, I I also like how. Everybody in this movie is kind of doing a German accent. Yeah. Like, so like, you know, I'm kind of German sometimes. I could I lose it sometimes, but right. most of the time I'm ser- I'm the German. <laughs> yeah. There are some great actors in this movie too. The I, cast. Is I was surprised awesome. by the cast. Actually. Yeah. I guess I didn't really look that hard at what the cast was ahead of time. I yeah, I didn't look it look it up. I just from the trailer was like, oh shoot, Sam Rockwell's in it. But I was wondering yeah. if it was gonna be like little bit parts, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like your Wes Anderson where he's like, yeah, I brought Bill Murray in, but just for this one tiny part or right. just, to, just to hang out with yeah. Bill Murray, just honestly. Just, you know, well, in Wes Anderson movies, like Bill Murray's either a cameo or like the central. Right, character. right, totally. <laughs> But he's got to, you just got to have Bill around. Yeah. You know, like, he's probably fun to have on set. Absolutely. Yeah. He plays a lot of pranks. But uh, I enjoyed Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, I enjoyed, Alfie Allen, I, who like was, had almost no lines. I know, that's what I was saying to Robbie before you got here. I was like, oh man, I love Alfie Allen. I'm like, he's great. He's, great. he's very good. Um, I'm like, I, I have a soft spot for Theon, so I'm like. <laughs> sure, sure. I liked uh, Rebel Wilson kind of doing the, the thing that she does very well. Yeah. But, but pretty like, funny. Well, like yeah. a little bit like. There's still, there's still something different there. Yeah, you know, she obviously yeah. got cast for that role for a reason. Right. Um, it's funny. There's in um, uh, Wolfenstein Two. She reminds me of a yes. character in that game, mm-hmm. which I almost wonder if there's something inspired. There. There's something know. there. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because <laughs> it's like that archetype is it's, very. It's similar. like a, the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, right. it's it can be. It is different, but there's there's something evoking of. 
of someone like that. It's so funny with the Nazi characters in this movie. There's they're just often saying really horrific, oh, terrible yeah. Nazi shit right. all the time, but they're saying it in a tongue-in-cheek way that like also thematically plays into they all believe this wholeheartedly. Right. And it really, you know, well, drills home or the point. do they? Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I mean, a lot in spoiler of spoiler town. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm but not it, saying every character, but some characters. In a way, that sort of like it's like playing a role. It's it's <laughs> yeah. absurdist humor filtered through actual like Nazi right diatribe or and propaganda. propaganda. I think yeah. it's also yeah. a lot of like you know when you're so inundated in something like you know blind nationalism like it just it, the insanity becomes the norm if you let the insanity right you it's can like, keep normalizing it you become desensitized to yeah. it and then it it's comes like the to the point hysteria. where it's just like here's your knife here you're a young boy here's your knife here's your grenade here's your grenade <laughs> here's your pistol yeah, oh we're no, gonna, not yet yeah. oh you guys are 10 years old we're gonna need soldiers by the yeah. time you're old enough to we're kill. Running, we're running out. Like, yeah, right yeah. Now, yeah. So like, yeah. let's like get this shit going. And right. then, and you know, the movie takes that to the the surreal level where you know it's so laid back and so chill, right? Even though everything's so insane, and I, and I think that's part of the commentary that's going on there. It's it's the the normalization of things. I think is what like a lot of this movie is talking about. I mean, it's it's at the same time completely absurd but also not that far from historical truth where there were hitler youth that were being groomed to be soldiers and i'm sure the more desperate nazi germany got the younger and younger they were handing soldiers they were probably getting used for various jobs even if they weren't like combat soldiers on the ground and even things like you know people you know being hung and left in like the city square like to chill like can you imagine being in like your local town it's just like yeah, the defectors, yeah, they've been chilling there for a week. There's, it, yeah. there's Bertha. She delivers me milk. And I guess yeah. she said something yeah. about right. Jews too favorably. Making an example. Yeah. Exactly. And like, you know, that. and again, it's like, it's that same. It's very Handmaid's mm, Tale. Very Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's that, you know, that normalization. And Handmaid's Tale, you know, it's a good example because it's another thing of, of the. Uh, like don't speak out. Well, blind nationalism and yeah. also like forced upon nationalism. Or fear. Too. And yeah. fear, absolutely. Yeah. Like so. compliant because you're afraid, mm-hmm. not because you believe it. Right. Yeah. So And I mean this is the setting, again, this is satire used to to criticize what is going on very much in the real world yeah. today, where you have much more like right wing extremism kind of like coming up all, not just in the US, but all over the place. And that's the kind of, you know, rhetoric that, like you said, it becomes normalized to the point where before you realize it, you're in Nazi Germany again. Well, that's – to me, that's like – that's one of the best uses of satire. Exactly. It's like you're making you laugh, making you comfortable and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Oh, then you connect the dots. You get that that aha moment. This "This is real. This is now. (laughs) This movie's not afraid to like kind of pull the emotional rug from under you and be like – Absolutely not. It's like, oh, yeah. Like it goes from being like, oh, it's funny. They're like talking about like – Killing Jews, literally Taika Watiti, who's like a Jewish man from New Zealand, is talking about killing Jews, yes. and then like there's a conversation that's just like, yo, this is like really fucked up though. Yeah, and, and it's and it's yeah. fucking serious, and it's right. played very right. well because it it you know? cuts to certain things where you're like, oh, it takes you yeah. out of the humor, but yes. it makes you pay attention, and it shows you the humanity of right. it and the right. inhumanity of it exactly. Um, yeah. And I think you know probably for the majority of people that are going to go out of their way to go see a Taika Waititi movie, those dots don't need to be connected for right. them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, for a wider audience, 
especially something that's a comedy. And like, you know, there are, there have been a few solid comedies this year, but not a ton, really, yeah. when you think about it. And if you can get more wide audiences who maybe are not as aware of those things going on, like kind of around them all the time, it's a worthwhile thing to well, put it's a, out there. It's a different way to open up a conversation for people that maybe would not go to a movie about that subject matter if sure. it was just played straight, you yes. know? So yes, that's kind of like, oh, wait a minute, I like that guy. Oh, this looks funny. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, wait a second. You know, maybe it'll, it'll lead some some watchers going home and like talking about some stuff that they didn't yeah. think about. When you watch like the trailer for it, it's like a weird goofy Hitler movie. It's very and, goofy. And, like, you know, like, it, it captures people like us who are a little bit of film nerds. A lot right. of bit of film nerds. Yeah. We have a podcast about movies. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, but then <laughs> it can also... It. It's okay. You might have heard of it. It's fine. It's yeah. it's an okay podcast in the universe. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, then, you know, you could get the off chance of uh, of getting the... the uh, I don't know. Someone who's not super, super inundated in the world of film to, to see the trailer and be like, I want to see that. Even, like, you know, working here at the theater. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people being like, yo, when are you guys getting JoJo? I'm like, you're asking? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm, I'm, it's always that's surprising, good. like the well, the the girls the that were sitting were, to the right of me were were probably high school age. Yeah, and they, you so know, they're probably going because they liked Thor Ragnarok. You yeah. know, like they probably yeah. don't, don't necessarily know. know. A lot of those Gen Zers, they know what the fuck is yeah? up. Yeah, well, all right. Yeah, you check out those teenagers on TikTok. They are they are politically <laughs> active, good, and they are smart, uh, and they're. they're gonna save us all probably yeah, I hope their so. school's fucking under fire and they're like this seems yeah. fucked up this is pretty fucked up we should probably this. do something yeah. about this yeah <laughs> um uh how many people are you are out there thinking like oh there's a new nazi movie out i love nazi I shit think zero. Like, wait I a think second well i feel like somebody that would be kind of more drawn to that is gonna be offended by the trailer thinking that Probably. it's definitely poking yeah. fun at it so yeah. they're not gonna i can't believe they're making fun how of could nazis? you make fun of my nazis <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is so crazy yeah you know the the neckbeards i wouldn't are definitely not woke but they know how to use the internet and surely they know how to use IMDb, and they're like this cycle with tz uh, something's fishy about this he's guy. not white at all i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. That's true. yeah well there's always that Ter- terrence malick very very serious nazi movie that we saw the trailer for i, mean, I imagine they wouldn't like it that looks either. very beautiful i'm assuming it's not pro-nazi but uh it no. seems a lot more serious than this yeah. movie yeah it's almost interesting to have it in the well it was interesting the, the trailer reel before this movie that it was like World War Two movies. I'm like, yeah, I guess this is a World War. I guess this is a World War Two. Technically, movie. yes. Themes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you know, there there are moments where it's like those are also just movies that are coming out towards the end of this year. That yeah, are true. Like Oscar bait. Yeah. Also, also that. But it was it was funny seeing <laughs> World War Two like, very big this year. Yeah. Well, I guess one of them's World War One. Actually, there's World always, War well, I think every year there's always like a World War Two. I movie. love a good World War. World War movie. I mean, I, I fuck with Dunkirk, yeah. and uh, Dunkirk was I great. didn't see the one with Andrew Garfield, but that was the year before. Oh, uh, uh, I got nominated. For what was thing. that one called? Hawthorne I didn't see that either. Hawthorne Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. I think it's Ridge. I did not see that. Yes, I didn't see that. If we're wrong, we're sorry. I'm pretty sure it's Hacksaw Ridge. I'm pretty sure Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, Fury was the year before. I'm pretty sure. There's always there's one there's one a year. Yeah, you could always do some cool shit in World War Two. I guess that's true. That's some steady cash, but Skyfall. Good director. Oh, so. I'm excited yes, for that one. That's true. It's now that I know that this that plus that, that cast is, is stellar. Midway, yeah. Now I'm excited. I know. Oh, yeah, and Midway. I've been with you midway a couple of times where you thought yeah, it was but it's midway. Still it's yeah. not midway. Midway's I'm, out I, now. I might be in the movie and think it's midway. You're in midway. Right now. What the fuck? This has been midway the whole time. <laughs> I gotta get out of this plane. Midway it doesn't where? go it doesn't go well for us. <laughs> 
Or All right, does. guys. What do you that, say too. we uh, take a quick break and then come back and get in depth on some yeah. of the more themes what this movie is doing? Yeah, uh, we can tell you who dies. Unless you have anything else to uh, shout out about this movie. Would you recommend going to see it in the theater? Hell yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hell I mean, yeah, if you watch it at home for the first time, that's great fine. too. But well, it was wait? a lot of fun. Why wait? I mean, you could see it I, this movie kind of had a slow rollout to theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not go wide. It I went it was wide. It didn't sooner. really go big, big wide. I think it kind of just like slowly I think this teased is its the way first out there. Week or so that it's wide. But even still, it's at yeah. Regal Poughkeepsie, but not Regal Fishkill. Yeah, well, Regal Poughkeepsie is good about like they got Parasite. They, they got have Farewell. a well. They get all that shit. They have a lot of screens. Yeah. They do. So they can get away with that. They've been up in their game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now they have assigned seats. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that's upping your game. I would say that's lowering it. But that's I was just confused. Me. It's a different game. I'm not was... trying to throw shade at Regal, but. I was confused. <laughs> I also had to pay $6 for my seltzer can. Wowzers. Ooh. That's too much. I was just like, I'm very thirsty. So you kind of got me by the bowels on this one. Yeah. Not yeah. to throw too much shade at Regal, but. Is there seltzer, get some? seltzer at my theater is a dollar. <laughs> nice. I like that. And it comes from a tap. And nice. I spit in it. That means it's unlimited, right? Not supposed it's to not up to code. That. Not supposed to tell people it's that. It's not. Anyway, we'll, we'll be right back with spoilers. Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's own film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons, speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the 1998 Coen Brothers film, The Big Lebowski. Oh, The Big Lebowski. Probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Seriously, I'm waiting to see it on Main Street. We could all wear robes and drink white Russians and go bowling after it. It's like, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. The whites. Um, just the rent. You think of the carpet pissers did this? Um, that movie is... Coen Brothers are one of my favorite <clears throat> writer, directors. Bill Lebowski. Uh, I sound like an idiot. Um, what the f- Like I can't just do this. I was going to just keep doing like, what the fuck does this have to do with Vietnam? It's like, nobody, it's stupid. I wish I had more to say about it. This has been another episode of It's Fits. And we're back with some spoilers for Jojo Rabbit. So... The beginning of this movie is really funny. It is really it funny. It opens with yes. a bang, kind of literally. Yeah, it's very funny. That's sort of the campy part that you were talking about before. The this is definitely, break. yeah. So, you know, I, I talked about how the movie reminded me a lot of Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, same. Um, more in tone and less in setting because the beginning of the movie is only in setting. We're only well, at the camp for even 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah, I, th- I love the like pep talk he's given himself so and then good. the introduction yeah. of the imaginary Adolf. Sure. So. I mean, this mo- it starts at the camp that is very like visually similar to Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. But lots of little boys. But it lots is it boys. is really like a youth romance movie at its core, which is something I was not so much expecting. Right. And like it is 
It is very well, sweet. Do you think it's youth romance or like youth empathy? Like you said, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Or maybe I'm bringing us ahead of ourselves a little bit. But like, you know, he he does show affection and ends up loving a character. But he's a boy and I think it's more of a vehicle of empathy than well, a vehicle of romance. Well, I that's think a way to make him change. Yeah, it's, sure. It's, it's a story. It's a love story in the youthful innocence kind of way. Yeah. But they like directly say kind of at the end like, oh, well, you're too old for me anyway. So it's like, yeah. you love me like a brother, right? Even though like he probably doesn't love her like a sister. He probably loves her oh, more. Oh, yeah. I think so, no. He admits <laughs> that. Um, yeah. But like, you know, it is it, in the Moonrise Kingdom vein, it is yeah. a very sweet story about Two children really developing feelings for each other. Sure. And it's the empathy machine in the way that right. those feelings are what allows Jojo to finally kind of realize everything around him and how messed up and wrong everything around right. him is. And that's the thing is like there's no there's no um ultimates. Like there's no Right. There's always an exception to the rule. Right. Yeah. And and ultimately the thing that I think in general what this movie is trying to say is like the thing that can break you free of this kind of mindset that mm. very much dehumanizes people is just empathy, you know, like yeah. realizing yep. like that person that you've been demonizing this whole time right. is a person. Is a person. Yeah. Well, when he's trying to like, you know, write his expose on the Jews, which again is a, a very funny thing. It's a very funny it's bit. Very there funny are a lot bit. of funny it bits so good. in this movie. But, you yeah. know, he, he keeps trying to... De, not even dehumanize her. He's trying not to recognize her as human. Right. Yeah. She's been dehumanized yeah. already, but she's just like, yeah, we're like you guys. He's like, that is fucking hilarious. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. He won't, he's just like, stop trying to make it seem like you guys are people. I yeah, the more fantastical, not, you know, yeah. tales she spins, he's like, yes, he's that like, is true. Uh, oh, you yes. can read each other's minds. I totally oh, understand. you hang upside down like bats. Yes. Okay. So it does yes. a hypnotism. Yeah. Can you read my mind? No, the German skulls are too thick. Yeah, yes. seriously. Yeah, I mean, good. she's... So, and she's great, too. Yeah. I don't know the actress's so, name. I don't know either of their names. That's why I was leaving my IMDb out, because I didn't want to mispronounce her name, but it's Thomason is her first name. Oh, okay. Mackenzie. And she was in Leave No Trace with Ben Foster. Oh, okay. I didn't actually, I daughter. didn't see that one, but I it's heard it was really good. great. Yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend it for you guys if you get a chance, because she okay. kind of steals the show. Ben Foster's great, but I mean, of course. I think she she's kind of steals great. the show. Yeah. And every scene she's in in this movie, she's like one of the best. She's like the best. Yeah, I had never seen her before Leave No Trace, so I was yeah. excited that she was in something else now. These two kids go toe to toe with Taika Waititi and He's Scarlett so Johansson great. the entire movie. I know and Scarlett they is great. Kill it. These yeah. kids kill it. I, yeah. These are good choices that Scarlett's making. I like it. <laughs> well, they're better than the choices better. that she's been making. Yeah, that's a, that's a low too. bar. Yeah, yeah well, I, I was going to say this is this is a, definitely a role she's she's more meant to play. Yes. Yeah, but but, but the two little kids, good. the main character and his best friend, I've never seen in anything, and they were great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, his best kid, friend like, is so I feel funny. like he could have been in every Taika Waititi movie ever, yes. and he has not been alive for that long, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he is – he almost reminds me of like he will be Nick Frost in 30 years. Nice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's going to – or Maybe, they, yeah. Or they took Nick Frost and they cloned him and they're like – we're gonna teach your baby. How but to he's a little sweeter right yeah. now. Yeah, well, yeah. In this you movie. didn't know Nick Frost when he was ten years old. True. He could have been so sweet uh, before he. I don't know. Maybe. I bet he did a lot more like active <laughs> farting when he was ten years old. Mm. This kid mm. was really great. Yeah, yeah was I, I liked him a lot. I was I was wondering if we were gonna get a little Ricky Baker cameo in there. I, I wasn't know, sure how I they were gonna Ricky sneak Baker. it in, but like Robbie, I was kind of hoping. It, fingers crossed. Well, he's, yeah. he's the kid in. Um, 
You saw enough of it. I saw enough of it. He's also in Deadpool 2. Yes. Yes, yes. But in a very similar role with slightly more powers. Which, when he showed up in Deadpool, when he showed up in Deadpool 2, I was like, all right, good. Is this going to be like Ricky Baker, like, blowing up? Like, are we going to see him (laughs) in a lot more movies? And then it kind of simmered down after that. We're still pretty, we're a lot closer to Deadpool 2 than you think. We're only a year or so out. You mean Deadpool 3? Or no, no. no, I mean oh, like since since, since removed. Yeah, you're, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. it only came right. out like it feels it came like out a year ago. It feels like a million years ago. Yeah, well, that's because like in terms of superhero movies, it was a million. We've got about years thirty ago. of them since then. Yeah, yeah you're right. Endgame counts as like seventeen years of movie. It's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but the the main character, Roman Griffin Davis. Okay. I don't think he's been in anything besides Jojo Rabbit. He, he was, was really good. Yeah. yeah. He was that, great. And that opening scene where it's basically like him and Taika like hyping each other up. I know. So I fun. can't imagine how fun it was probably to be uh, in that yeah, movie. Like, let's, do, let's do another take because this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taika really seemed like he was having a blast yeah. playing Adolf Hitler. But to so. kind of you know, take it to that satire element of like maybe yeah. like pulling apart that scene. Like again, like if, if Hitler is kind of representing this like blind nationalism or, you know, like – Hyping up these children to be like yes. combatants, to be soldiers, to be it's murderers. Like, hey, grab this grenade and just fucking run. Yeah, who gives a shit about consequences? Yeah. You're fighting for Nazis. Well, it's kind of like too, if you think about it, in the sense that this is supposed to be his imaginary friend, so this is really him. Like, right. So yeah. when he needs the pep talk, he thinks he's like scrawny or not manly enough. He's a little scared about going to Hitler yeah, youth. Right. Like he's got the Adolf to talk him up, but then he's also starting to fight with his own ideas. Well, when he starts having guilt, well, and, yeah, right then. Yeah. Taylor will will take the shape of starts questioning it a little yeah. bit. Like yeah. Robbie said, they they personify his the blind nationalism right. that he's been indoctrinated totally. to believe totally. with yeah. Taika Waititi as as Adolf Hitler, and right. I think that's a really smart yeah. way. That's a very funny right. and like puts him in the movie, which is always a plus. Totally, uh, yeah. and I, I have simultaneous feelings about like. Not having enough Taika Waititi and also having the perfect amount of him in the movie. It's just right. Like it's it is just right, but like I could have used more selfishly. Does that make sense? I you know I I I was thinking that like just during the movie, just when I was thinking like it's been a while since we've seen Hitler. Like he he then he I think the movie wants you to maybe feel that way. You know, right? Right. They want you to want to want him to come back because he comes in right as Jojo starts to like you know kind of doubt himself again as he's developing. These or make feelings. some change, yeah. Yeah, he's developing these feelings, and he's he's starting to think like, well, maybe everything that I've been told is just it's not, not right. true or yeah. not right. And that's when then when right. uh, Adolf is there to be like, what are you talking about? Come yeah, on. yeah. So we're in spoiler territory. We don't really need to recap the plot too no, much, no, no. but kind of the idea that um, there's sort of this family unit, and we get this you know backstory of him having had a sister that obviously passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through means that we don't totally... No. They never say. They, they also say. say that, like, people don't know that she died. Right. So there's another, which never gets totally answered. She could have been sick. Who knows? She could have been sick, but, like, you it's know... during wartime. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it adds they a certain also, layer. I, I like... I like movies that leave some things, like, unanswered. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they leave the threat totally. of the dad pretty open. Like, I was wondering, yeah. is the dad going to show up? I thought maybe he was going to come back at the end, at the but he end. didn't, so. And I like the choice that he did not. Right, me too. I, I like that, yeah. because really it's, too much. It's, it's the two of them that are left together, to and they're, like, kind of just figuring yeah. it out together, yeah. you know? Um, I think, you know, maybe talking about the family, it's a good time to talk about ScarJo, because I do Definitely. think that she... 
um, is very good in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, I agree. and in a role she's, that she's I have. She's very playful. Yeah. Well, I feel yeah. like we she's haven't having seen. Fun. Yeah. She's very playful and. I don't know her total filmography, but seeing ScarJo be a, a motherly figure. A wine-drunk mom. Why, she was great. She was great, but I just don't think it's something we've seen before, and I think she just does it so well, and, and yeah. I just, like, loved yeah. it. And, it. and it's just it's just like a paradigm we haven't, like, necess- necessarily seen her fill ever. Right. And I really was into it. I thought she sold it as this, like, playful mom who's a freedom fighter. She's just, like, the bravest woman ever. Like, yeah. you know, she's, yeah. like, a freedom fighter – she is protecting um, her daughter's closest friend, who's a Jewish woman. Yeah. She is very playful still with her son. Mm-hmm. She never loses, like, you know, trace of trying to be playful with her son. Yeah, she as, doesn't want him to grow up too fast. As well yeah. as though she will let him kind of put on this, like, Nazi facade because she knows it will protect him. Right. At the same right. time. And it will also maybe take, you know, some... Suspicion off her if it was ever to come. That's you know, true it didn't too. necessarily work in this case. But. Right. She she really is a tragic character in that yeah. way, and that mm-hmm. she is you know she's dealing with so much, and she's and watching she, her and son. And you'll see it. You know. I think you. I think in a well, way. Well, when she's like, drinking and stuff. Maybe. I think yeah, yeah. I think in a way like that, the sort of tragedy and that the pathos to her character is very subtle there. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. is like she is wearing like the the kind of playfulness. She's she's still trying to live her life. Yeah. And enjoy her life and yeah. enjoy her time with her son at the same time, like living a very tragic life at the right. same time. Um, and I think like she plays that role with, with some good nuance. Yeah. Definitely. No, yeah. I, I thought she was really well, well played for sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, I kind of, I had a feeling that she was not going to make it to the end of this movie. Yeah. Sure. Especially the more time that she spent with Jojo and the yeah. more like, connection they had. I was like, they are going to pull. This is going to be the I, the rope that they pull on. I thought that they would, but I phrasing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought that probably something would happen to her, but I was still when the actuality of it came about. I was still surprised when that. Oh, it was happened. still shocking and yeah. very deep. Like and like the method and when it happens, I was still. It was still like a rug pull out from under you, kind absolutely. of moment, and you're like, oh fuck, now I'm going to cry. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. It was, it Definitely. was yeah. shocking. You yeah. Know? And you don't like ever see. You just see her feet, which is again the most powerful thing because she's always tying JoJo's shoes. Yes. Right. And, uh, and you earlier and it like, ties into the rabbit 15, 20 alley. minutes earlier. You saw her like dancing on the wall above him. So and they, they, they pick, really they made. Close a moment yeah. for you to look at those so you'd recognize them Definitely. and you're like oh shit mm-hmm. yeah and i and i think uh forgive me his name again oh the kid. jojo anyway he it's really roman. he he really played that scene very well too like he was his, great. his response was yeah his name's roman that little dude he was, was great. very good yeah he was very, <laughs> very good. good i mean just like he plays like this idea of being a kid who's indoctrinated into the nazi youth and has this like blind faith in nationalism like he plays it with with innocence 100 almost 100 years of knowledge we have about it yes instilled in this kid who's like 10 i don't fucking know yeah like it it feels so believable it feels out of time you know it's it's also good to like point out like you see his doubt from the very beginning, though, because, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning, the he's rabbit. like, I don't know if I want to go. And then when he's there, he's like, I don't know if I would kill stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would kill oh, stuff. Oh, and then I he love, doesn't want to kill the killing. rabbit. Killing's like my favorite thing. Killing's like my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. there's those, like, you know, different sequences of doubt where you're like, oh, no, no, he's not totally on this. Yeah. He just needs 
somebody good to nudge him in that direction to make it seem like that's okay. I also right. really like yeah. the, the movie's way of kind of uh, giving us the rabbit allegory, the rabbit being kind of this like allegory for being strong through empathy, sure. uh, being right. strong through caring. And I actually like that the it's one of the more on the nose moments of the movie, but when he's like paging through his own book and oh, he has sure. the drawing of the rabbit in the cage. Yeah, with him with the key. Yeah, it's like a very it's a very on the nose moment. It's a very much where it's like this is the allegory, mm-hmm. but like I think it's in a way that's like still very respectful to the audience. It's yeah, also definitely. Like, yeah. Respectful of the way that we can like digest it and Well, I think it can also be like Elsa's the rabbit and he's he wants to well, let yeah. her out. I mean, you know, ex- like, right, exactly. Right. But yeah. I, I think either, regard, I think it means that as well. Right. And it just is this vehicle of empathy. Of, totally. Of what the rabbit means in the film. Yeah. And also even the scene pri- right before that when yeah. he is... He catches he is, his empathy finally. He yeah. is... Well, when he's kind of like in the, the battle scene, sort sure. of, and he's sort of running away. Yeah, he's is scared. very rabbit-like. Yeah, the way he, he's like, hiding. He survives yeah. that totally. scene by by playing it like a rabbit and kind of finding a, a hidey hole to, mm. to stay in. It's cool. It's a very like there. There's something to be said about uh, treating the audience as intelligent, but also kind of like giving them the. Carrot at the end of the stick, perhaps. Sure. To not, not to beat anything over the head. But, like, you know, I think it's I think it's a cool, like, kind of uh, strategy to go in storytelling to kind of yeah. give, give us a little bit, you know? I mean, the metaphors that it's playing with are very on the nose. Yeah. And that the themes are are on its sleeve. It's it's a movie with a lot of heart, I think, that it wears sure. on its sleeve. But it does it – does, it has enough charm and it is executed well enough that I think that it is it, – it comes across as genuine. Right. In a way that – that even though the themes are very much on its sleeve, like it still works. Yeah, I would say like a good example of that was like the whole uh, Alfie Allen Sam Rockwell relationship. Yes, yeah, it was so great. And what then is, what is their relationship? Please well, I mean, I think it. I feel like it's inferred that they're in a relationship. They're yes. romantic. Right? And yes. then like the you know glorification of his uniform and everything yes. like they're that, like, trying to make it more flamboyant, like, like eyeshadow. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is I why I I read that he he was willing to help JoJo. Yeah, because he is also because if Persecuted. he was if totally. he was found out by the Nazis, He'd he would killed. also be killed. Totally. So he is also hiding something. Right. And he he sees he knows. Knows exactly so what is up with Jojo. Covers and for her quote unquote exactly, sister. Yeah. 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 Well, I think he, I feel like there's something he knows, I think from the very beginning, that uh, Jojo's mom is this free agent. I think of. so. Yeah. Because, like, the way that she, she's she, like, she's a good woman. Well, she punches she's a, good a fucking Nazi officer in the dick. Yeah. And she does not get hung yeah. that moment. That's true. That implies a relationship. And I think that's. Or like, that there's some kind of friendship between them. They, even know, they know each other. Yeah. Right. And where, or even when he gets fucking blown up <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, which yeah. is like. That's funny sequence, that we haven't really talked about it much, even though it's just like amazing. That uh, sequence is the, very yes, funny. Yes. The Venom Snake. The Venom Snake moment. Yeah. moment. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, I think again, it's, it's, he's like your mom's, the first thing he says is your mom's going to fucking kill me. Right. Which is like. Not something obvious. you would say unless you were friends with them, really. Yes. Or knew them. If you're this cool, bloody Nazi, like yeah. the kids who are making fun of him, he would just be like, you got hurt in the line. To, you got hurt for, for your country. Right. You know, like, let's do that. But instead yeah. he's just like fuck, I care about the kid at least this much. Right. You know, so I think, I, I think if we were to rewatch it, the implication would be there that he knows the mom. Right? Definitely. Like, oh, like, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like it, you know, it sets it up. So then that scene at the end where he's like covering for him, 
I kind of got that idea that he was going to try and get Jojo out of there. Sure. You yeah. know, and it's it's great. Is, is Sam Rockwell getting typecast as like someone with bad politics or in a with, bad scene <laughs> who a actually has a heart, heart of gold? gold? Yes. He was yeah. in a movie. He was in a movie this year. He looked that. good with eyeshadow. Do you guys know about that movie? Which, Which movie? One? It's like, oh my god! It's I was like talking about Edding. Name. No, yeah, yeah I was no, we, about I, I, I know. Yeah, but there's a movie <laughs> he know. was in this year where it was about like him. I think being like oh, some, like, crazy civil rights. Yeah, but it's he's him being like some crazy super racist, and he's and up then against he meets this black woman, and it's like we're actually the best of oh, friends. Yeah, the best one? of enemies. It's the best. Of- <laughs> That's <laughs> the name of the movie. That's the one that the came out like very early this year. I don't know if it's good or bad. I have no. I remember seeing the trailer being like. It is. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the actress though. It could be a good movie. It came out the beginning of the year, and I remember seeing that trailer early in the year. I have trouble pronouncing her name. I'm not doing this Green Book shit again. Yeah. Well, it's like thank you. It's like Tara G. I don't know how to say her name. But she's great. She's a good actress. Yeah, it's so, based on real people, civil rights in yes. Atwater. I, do, I remember I recall they, you can see now. the video of the I real did, people. And I did listen to yeah. some NPR about the real people, and they were like, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing that they ended up becoming actual friends. Sure. Yeah. But it's the same theme, really. Same it's like, yeah. it's, you are. In terms of this typecast discussion, yes. Really the same theme <laughs> as, as billboards as well. Is yeah. like you're, you're learning empathy through like just getting to know somebody, which but is not, it's, and it's not also doing the like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not playing both sides kind of thing. Like it's right. very much condemning everything that the Nazis do and have totally. done. But at the same time, it's them learning, you know, a Nazi or someone who yeah. sees well, himself they, as a Nazi learning empathy yeah. by just getting to know the person that he is uh, oppressing. Totally. I would say Sam Rockwell's character is just like putting on the Nazi mask to protect himself. You sure. Know? Yeah, Which I is think that's very how. much I, the same, the same something with that Scarjo's character. And kind of posing well. the idea that like, yeah. okay, he, he might be homosexual in the movie, but he right. might still just love fucking guns and wanting mm-hmm. to be in the, in the war, and but then, then he gets injured and he Rebel can't. Rebel Wilson's so. like the perfect, like, uh, distraction. Cause she, I think she's very into it. She, yes. every time like, you know, uh, Jojo comes over and it's just like, can we talk about Jew hypnotizing things? And she's like, do I got a story for you? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. The <laughs> scene where they're sat at the pool it's and the way funny. that she just like funny. scooches over, she's like it's so a really wide shot. Over. She just scooches over. There's so many little bits like that. Well, it's so funny because she's, not been, be there, good she's to been there the no. whole time. Right? No. And you yes. don't realize yeah. it until they go wide. Like, that's, oh. that's definitely like a, a Taika Waititi device. Like yes. these like drawn out slightly awkward moments but then they are very yes. humorous the, like, the I think you should leave moment the, the Hail yeah. Hitler like oh, that was saying great. Hail Hitler Stephen to Merchant. everybody in That's the room Gustavo. over and over again him so tall he was so tall was so yes. funny oh so good yeah, yeah. Love he's it. great <laughs> yeah this is a good movie I yeah. liked it I enjoyed it I, I enjoyed it yeah it, it is it is very funny I think it has a lot of heart and it I think it's, it's very sweet yeah yeah definitely and, you know, it is all those things while still being in, in a pretty intense package. Yes. You know? Again, like, sure. you know, yeah. I, I feel like we, we've been talking a lot about the sweet moments, but like, you know. Once you get further into it and it's I mean, less like Taika Adolf and it's more like watching moments, actual war moments. The moments yes. with like uh, Elsa is her name? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. She, yeah. You know, like some of her monologues and like the moments where she like. She's grabbing Jojo by the face. Yeah. And being just like. You, what you're descendant of is fucking weak. What I'm descendant of has killed giants and parted right. seas and yeah. done all this shit. And it's just yeah. like, yo, that's a mo- that's a short and fucking powerful monologue. Totally, like how like being Jewish, like that's fucking cool. And I mean, it's it's her character is really strongly written too because yeah. she yeah. is someone who is 
Her parents were both shipped off to a concentration camp. Right. She yeah. is survived by going into hiding. Her totally. fiance is fucking dead. Here's this fucking 10-year-old Nazi who's rolling up and getting all over her shit. Right. Yeah. And instead of being like, fuck you, little 10-year-old kid, I could murder you if yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. She kind of plays along with him. Yeah. Really because she doesn't She doesn't have a choice. Right. Like, but also I think because she remembers the good in him. She says, she's like, I remember when you were a little boy. And he's like, you don't fucking know me. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I, I fucking was I do. in this house with your sister. Yeah, you she was kind of like you yeah. were a weird little kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like... I'll give you a kiss right now. And he's like, first of all, we're not even allowed to be talking. And second of all, be a sympathy kiss, which doesn't count. Right. It's very funny. Very much just grown man (laughs) lines coming out of grown man Taika Waititi lines coming out of this 10 year old boy, which is very funny. It's very, very charming. And I like, I like how kind of like you said, like, the, as the movie gets on, it gets a little more heavier in tone and totally. like, it gets a little more serious. Yeah. And I like the the kind of parallelism of the tone of the movie as Jojo is kind of becoming more – like he's losing that innocence. Yeah, and he's like becoming more up aware. To this, becoming sure. more aware. And, and the backdrop is the war's ending too. Yes. That's right. also kind of happening at the same it's, timeline. It's you literally know? coming all around yeah. him and crashing down around him. It's very cool. I didn't think that – you know, it, it maybe it's foolish of me not to have assumed that the movie would take place in the time where the war was ending. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a I, – I thought the movie – honestly, by the trailer, I thought the movie was going to be at the Nazi youth camp. The whole I thought, time. I thought I like, pretty much too, the whole time. Honestly. You know, I, yeah. when they were – when he got blown up, I was just like, I guess I don't know what's going on yeah, here. No. <laughs> I guess yeah. I, I yeah. was surprised, yeah. <laughs> which is in, in a very good way. Right. You know? I will say he took that grenade like a champ. <laughs> They're rolling him in. He gives the thumbs up, and, and he's yeah. got the Taika bloody arm. Blood all I know. Over. I yeah. love. I love the like fainting yeah. Taiko Waititi. So there's good. There's also, you yeah. know, there there might be some context there where he refers to himself as crippled. He has like a limp. He has. He, they refer to him as a deformity. He has a scar on his eye. He looks like yeah. a, a I wish, little boy. But yeah. there, but there is, you know, like well, a lot when they of, show him in like the pool, he's got scars all over. The his people body. who yes. were sent to concentration camps weren't just like Jewish people. Like there are people, like I think people who. Had deformities yep. or crippled and stuff. Yeah, also anybody who was determined as weaker. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, sure. like you know, he has a lot more in common with the Jews, with the Jews, and with this person in his house than he, you know, right. that he thinks he does. Right. I mean, they're they're definitely playing like that aspect of Nazism as well. Like this is yeah. this little kid is like the definition of an Aryan looking little boy. Right. His mom starts still, out saying he's beautiful, and then yeah. that gets taken away from him. And I mean, he has a tiny little yeah, scar yeah. on his face, and yet every I Nazi he has it most of the time. Every Nazi that he sees is like, "Oh, you're hideous. What are you?" <laughs> right. Like? Right. And that's Which part of it too. Very comical. Like, yeah, no, you are a disgusting little boy. <laughs> yeah. It's comic. It's played for yeah. laughs, but it's also like the Nazis will just they just. Anybody who is slightly different or any or other, they just completely like yeah. rejected. And totally. it makes sense that he, in the beginning of the film, like posts this incident, this inciting incident of the actual movie. Like he, uh, kind of double down yes. on like being a Nazi because he he feels like he has to even prove harder that he has to fit this role. Yeah, and it also makes sense again in retrospect that his mom would take him to. This group of people who she may know are not super Nazis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because yeah. she, I think she knows that it's like. She's like, you guys watch him. Yeah. Like, if anyone can keep him from getting too crazy, it's going to be you guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and he shares a lot in common with Sam Rockwell's character, not just because of both hiding something, but both, yeah. they're both like rejects. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's absolutely. true. Which also could be why he decided to help him. Yeah. In that, That's in that true. moment. Like, they have a lot yeah. in common. Yeah. Sam Rockwell also uh, loving guns is also loving the power of the phallus, which might tie into his queer identity. 
Yeah. Maybe that's Maybe. too much. Ah. Yeah. But no, no, no. I don't think not. so. I'll fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like when we first walk in and she's like escorting him in and then before she kicks him in the balls. Yeah. Like she Sam Rockwell's gun, character right? like, is feeding Alfie Allen some kind yeah, of pastry. Also very yes. good. Which is yes. awesome. Yes. I mean, she kind of, she, you know, if, you, if if I'm going with this like kind of yeah. analysis of it, you know, she, she kicks him in the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, totally, you know, like totally. that's kind of what's like going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. It's good. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot going on. I think the more we talk about it, I think the more I actually like Same. this movie. Same. Yeah, I left it being like, I like it, but what's it saying about right now? And I still <laughs> have that question. And I feel like we haven't really talked about that. We've talked about a lot of what it's saying about Nazis in World War II and what it's well, saying about it's... that time period. What is it saying? Like, what is the commentary as it being a satire? Is it saying about like all our culture now? Because I don't think it's super. Well, I also cipher, you I know? feel like it is trying to at least the way it, it cuts at the end. It's trying to leave you with some hope. Yeah. Because it's like Scarlett Johansson's character is asked like, "What's she gonna do?" She's gonna dance. She's gonna dance. That's what Elsa wants to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Jojo has to learn that that's what he wants to be able to take advantage of. You know, yeah. So. Well, but I also really think like is, is, is in terms of like the now moment, it yeah. is it is it is commenting on again, you know, there right now when you're talking about like, say, say certain certain political figures saying like certain groups of people like, say, Mexicans sure. are very much using that same sort of rhetoric and mm, dehumanizing right. those people mm-hmm. and getting a lot of his followers to get all rallied up yeah. and blame immigrants for all their problems. Right. Uh, that, which is not just something that's happening in the U.S. It's no, happening it's all true. over the world. It happens all over yeah. the world. That's uh, very true. And that kind of language very much dehumanizes those people, and that allows them to enact policies that treats them like less than human. Yeah. And that kind of sentiment is something that people are born into and bred into and have heard their entire lives and has been screamed at them their entire lives. Or, you know, it's that like kind of bubble, right? Yeah. And you can be b- born into that sort of thing and not know any different or any better. Sure. And unless you have the ability to reach out and empathize directly with mm-hmm. someone who is at the is a human being that is someone that you are that you have been told to dehumanize your entire life, you like that is the journey that Jojo right. is taking. Right. And that is not I everyone think, has that opportunity. That I think is yeah. the social commentary of yeah. like you know, these are people at the end of the day. You might have been told your whole life that it's someone less than a person or it's the some, this, this is the person that is like the source of all your problems. But at the end of the day, whether it's people of a diff- different ethnicity, sure. whether it's a di- people of a different wealth yeah. class, religion, religion, anything yeah. like that, still a person at the end of the day. Right. Do you think the movie is saying anything about the person like Jojo was who's like inundated with this blind nationalism? And like, you know, like, is there like a, is there a both sides conversation in this film, but in a really like the peak nuanced way that you could have it, you know? I think the, the I feel like sometimes we throw out this like idea of like some shows or, or, or things that have the idea of like the both sides argument. And there's a lot of times where it's used in a gross way. There's a lot of times where it's said verbatim in sure. like a gross way, you know, but like, is this film kind of doing it in a way that like is interesting? You know, I don't know. I think what this film is trying to say, if anything, it's even if you are in that bubble 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even if there's nothing else that you know, hope is not lost for you. Right. I mean, Jojo's a 10 year old boy, so right. he has a lot of room to grow. Yeah. There's always an opportunity for people there, to there, rise there, to the occasion. Exactly. There's yeah. always an opportunity if some, if as long as you can open yourself up to empathy, sure. I think is really the core tenet of this yeah. movie and why it's a sweet movie at, yeah. its, at its core. Right. If you can just reach out and realize that that person that you might think you hate is a person that can like break you out of that bubble and make you realize how fucked up all that stuff is. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Hell yeah. 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 Also had killer soundtrack with a lot Great of soundtrack. German covers. Yes. German covers. Yeah. And also just German well, David Bowie songs. Yeah. David Bowie singing <laughs> in German, Beatles singing in German. Yeah. I liked it. Interesting it stuff. It's good. Movie's a good movie. Uh, again, as, as happens a lot of times in hot takes, talking about it more has made me like it more. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm yeah, with yeah, you yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Any final thoughts, guys, on Jojo Rabbit? I feel like I feel like you wrapped co- it up nicely. It yeah. Can't wait to see it again. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll watch definitely it again, watch it sure. again. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you guys both very much for joining me, and thank you out there for listening. Uh, this is not the only podcast that Story Screen presents. Does. No, it is not. Uh, no, it is we've been not. on a little hot take streak, so maybe there will be some some other stuff dropping. Oh in yeah, the feed I think soon. there'll be uh, some new stuff. Yeah, Diane, do, you have, do you have anything to plug? Diane? Yeah, there's a new shorter podcast. It'll be like a half hour, maybe tops an hour episodes with uh, Bernadette Gorman White, and Linda Codega, Trikai Nine, coming soon. So right on. I think that'll be posted pretty soon. Very excited to yeah. hear it. Nice, yeah. nice. And I'm going to keep saying this. I'm going to will it into existence because <laughs> Mike is a hard person to track down. Oh, yeah. But we need to talk about the lighthouse. Oh, I would love to. We need to talk was, about the lighthouse. I was pumped when you I put that we, out I there. I'm going to put that out there. I would love to talk about the lighthouse. I'm putting it out there to the listeners. Yeah. Listeners, you've got to hold us accountable to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so a lot to talk it. about. So Because yeah. we'll say we're going to do things and then not do it. I don't know. I really got busy schedules, do. but I think it would also be a nice way to get all the busy schedules together and talk about a flick. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening on any of your podcast uh, feed apps, whatever of choice, throw a little review on there. Yeah, like us, review yeah. us, share yeah. us. We're, I'm bad. Talk I'm, to us. Yeah, yeah. Comment. We'll, we'll chat with you. I'm bad at this community outreach stuff. Yeah, like share, subscribe kind of stuff. I'm not. Oh, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of that. But check out our website, StoryScreenBeacon.com. Follow yes. me at Robbie Bay everywhere. Uh, that Aww. I'm not. That's a bridge too far for me. Still, Aww. you can follow Robbie on people, Twitter. That's, Robbie, Robbie, that's how you fucking talk to people. My Twitter's mad funny. You can talk to me. I guess I have a Twitter as well. You can find it. You guys use Twitter. I don't. Yeah. But I'm on Instagram. Follow D on Instagram. Sick. All right. Cool. Thank you again for listening. Thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Robbie. Do you have any? Uh, there's a, something I'm forgetting here. Uh, go to the Story Screen Beacon Theater where you can find the schedule on Fandango and through our website at storyscreenbeacon.com. You can sign up for our mailing list by scrolling to the bottom of the page, putting in your email, and only bug you once a month by sending our schedule for the next month. Yeah, uh, it's good. Good newsletter. Yeah, brief and, to uh, the point. Perhaps if my my back is bare, I could. You could buy a fucking t-shirt. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much again. Have a good night. Peace. Bye. Bye. Yeah, let me just say? blow my nose real quick because yeah, I sure. almost sneezed real, real hard and I muffled it. <laughs> Sneeze. I think I'm getting a cold. Yeah, it's about that time of year. Isn't Mikey it? was sick for over a week. Oh, Mikey, no. Yep.
Yeah, he, he like didn't like act like it, and then he was like, yeah, I've been puking in the bathroom a lot. I'm like, what? Has he really? <laughs> Did he really say that? He said he was puking the other day. He's, 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 he's lying to my, you. My as ears well? are bleeding a lot. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> he peeks real easy though. He's got a sensitive tummy. Though he's got like a weird gag reflex. Like he'll start coughing well, and then all of a sudden really, he has the really and bad throw up. like um, acid reflux, right? Acid reflux will do. That'll it. make you fucking puke. It's not man. good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be what? recorded. Well, you said the on thing. the record now. <laughs> la, 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 love you. <laughs> love you too, guys.